0: Hi, everyone. What you're about to listen to is an interview that I took in person while attending the Crypto Commons Gathering Conference in Austria in August 2021. The conference itself was a wonderful experience where people of a lot of different backgrounds and political ideas were able to discuss openly and safely about how crypto can intersect with fostering the commons. What you'll notice from these interviews is that these differences in thought are sometimes apparent because we all come from different places, and what was honestly refreshing about the experience is that we could do it in a supportive environment. This was probably one of the most receptive audiences in crypto to socialism, which was really great for me. Also a heads up is that you may notice sometimes that the audio was clearly recorded in the house that we were all staying in, which wasn't the best place for recording, but we did the best that we could with what we had. A lot of the interviews will also likely feature in the documentary that I'm making about the world of crypto and its potential futures with a friend. A big reason I was able to make it to this conference was thanks to all the support I received from patrons. So if you find the work that I do important, I hope you'll consider helping out starting at $3 per month on patreon.com slash the blockchain socialist. So we're at the Crypto Commons gathering and I am with Pete uh, who is one of the founders of Metagame, which is a very interesting project. Um, a little bit maybe uh, difficult to wrap your head around but I think it's, it's really interesting what you can. Um, but maybe to start off, Pete, if you want to give a quick introduction to yourself and um, how you ended up at the Crypto Commons gathering.
1: I'm Pete and uh, the, I got here through crypto, through the crypto side of things, but I got into crypto through the common side of things. So I was always researching these sort of alternative economic systems. You know, the the Zeitgeist trilogy was like my favorite documentaries when I was a teenager. And so after that, I was always yeah, looking into these sort of like uh, eco villages and this sort of things. And then when I found crypto, I was like, oh, like, this is like the the economic infrastructure layer for the, all of these sort of things to, to allow them to scale. And uh, that's why like crypto instantly clicked in my head, which I think we yeah, are like researching all of that previously, I think is what allowed me to understand crypto so easily, like to most people, it's just too abstract,
0: but mm. yeah, I was
1: into weird stuff.
0: <laughs> so you're already interested in sort of like alternative uh, economic systems mm. um in which you were able to quite easily make a connection with crypto
1: mm. right
0: and uh so i guess what what was you know what did you start doing after that once you discovered crypto
1: i just like took all of my money and <laughs> shoved <shut> it in <laughs> I was like okay so like this can change the world and make me money like at the same time <laughs> like what the fuck and i just Started putting everything that I had inside. Mm -hmm. People were telling me I'm crazy.
0: (laughs) So how did you end up?
1: But like also like it wasn't a lot of money because I was a plumber, Mm -hmm. (laughs) in Croatia. So
0: yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, I didn't didn't have much of savings, but yeah.
0: And and so, lead us through the process. How did you end up at the crypto commons gathering?
1: I think I met Felix. uh, he, we invited him to come speak at the MetaFest and he also invited a bunch of commons people. So he got him, got him to speak at our conference and then after that he invited me to come speak here. So
0: it was a, a mutual uh, mutual interaction of uh, yeah. inviting
1: each other. But I, I, actually had to, I actually had to refuse it at first because uh, we were playing our own gathering in Italy at the Liminal Village. Right. And like it didn't make sense to come here and then be here for two days to go be in Italy on September the 1st and then our host from Italy, uh, Roberto, uh, was like, hey, I'm going to the thing called the Crypto Commons Gathering. Could you maybe come on 5th? I was like, hmm, <laughs> is this the sign? Like, should I go to the Crypto Commons Gathering after all? Oh, nice. And yeah, I did.
0: Oh, that's cool. And the, the Liminal Village is like this, it's, it's an eco-village uh, in, in Italy, correct? Something like that? Yeah,
1: it's kind of, kind of it's going towards that. It's a, it's a property with like two houses where uh, Roberto organizes hackalongs. So he invites p- teams out there to build things together.
0: Mm. Um, so maybe we can start off, before getting into what is metagame the project you're working you're working on um maybe you can define what exactly is a metagame the
1: concept yeah metagame is like the most effective way to play the game so it's sort of like playing game but playing out sort of like outside of the prescribed rules of the game and trying to use the external factors to influence the game and that's sort of how we see crypto like playing uh, in the current world and people sort of metagaming the current system by like exiting the traditional employment system and like joining crypto and like working on crypto projects because we're kind of, yeah, building these uh, alternative systems in parallel that are kind of uh, undermining the the mainstream system.
0: So is playing, playing the metagame in like, I don't know, I guess poker, Would be like a very it's a game that includes a lot of metagame that like you know kind of looking into people's eyes and trying to see Mm -hmm. oh is that person like you know is he lying or is he not but uh i mean if you're looking purely at the game it's just a game of like probability Mm -hmm. but so much of that game is played in the metagame right is that sort of how you would
1: yeah but then like uh, the meta meta game was like if you were able to like uh, spawn like print cards under the table (laughs) <laughs> I'm like oh, yeah, and cheating, and again, right? basically cheating. Yeah, like
0: uh,
1: yeah, using right. outside uh, resources to to influence the game. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and so, how do you think that that relates to crypto? How, like, I guess part of it is um, by going into crypto to a certain extent. Um, I think it's debatable the extent. Uh, you are outside of like traditional infrastructure,
1: right? Yeah. We're like, uh, siphoning the talent of the wall street and uh, like the traditional systems or like uh, Google or whatever, like other, and, uh, getting them to join crypto. So like at the same time, we're taking the resources away from them, but also using that resources to build the alternatives mm-hmm. that could potentially replace them.
0: Right. So that's been a huge theme in the conference. Mm-hmm. So can you explain what exactly is the project metagame that you're working on how how, mm-hmm. does, how is what game are we playing and what is the metagame of the game that we're playing yeah. so this project
1: our little instance of metagame <laughs> yeah uh the metagame that we are playing is trying to build uh onboarding and like uh the inter the social layer of this uh, crypto economic systems so like uh, trying to bring into one place anything that people need for yeah first about first learning what even is crypto and like what why do we think it's cool because like most of the people getting into crypto like okay number go up and yeah. like they are told all about this financial side of things and uh, i feel like yeah we teach hype cycle the narrative has been lost that people don't even know what crypto is about and it's all been about uh, the gains and uh, so we're trying to yeah bring back the narratives
0: mm.
1: and teach people like what crypto is really about so like yeah, part of it is just basic onboarding so getting people from not knowing anything about crypto to knowing like what it means and what it would mean for them and then helping them like find projects that they could uh, contribute to or like skills that they could acquire which they could then use to contribute to projects. And then the other side of things is helping people who are already are in crypto to do their own projects. So like we go to hackathons and like uh, collaborate with other hackathon projects, help them get funding, help them yeah, whatever else they need. Uh, but yeah, basically the other side of things is bringing it together into one place anything that people need to do something in crypto. So like from the knowledge resources and like just gathering links, like even that is like immensely helpful to newcomers, just having like an index of like tools, (laughs) basic stuff like that. But also like helping them, helping connect people to other people who can help them build their project, build their projects. And uh, we have other organizations that are part of the network that offer like either funding or like design or building services. So, you're yeah, trying to build this decentralized factory, which is all about bringing together these pieces that people uh-huh. need for doing something in crypto.
0: So, it, it sounds to me that the sort of the game, the primary, the game, the, the base there game that you guys are like metagaming is sort of like the labor market a bit. Because what you guys mm-hmm. are doing, from what I understand, is like trying to match people. Um, like with projects that they can help out, so that they don't necessarily
1: have to work like a, you know standard mm. corporate job or something like that. Right. Yeah, that's. I think definitely will be a huge part of it. I mean, the like the end goal is to build this whole decentralized society. So like, uh, going on from here, like we imagine it only in like three to five years to start connecting with physical locations, these sort of like eco villages and like co working spaces and whatnot. But actually, we already have some in the network, so it's a more a, more a matter of like creating an interface, like bringing them together right now into the interface so people can discover them. But yeah, like the goal is to build this whole essentialist society. And then like the first we build our own like uh, tools for like accounting for contributions and things like that. But then the first project was building these profiles which are meant for people to show what skills they have and so it allows like easier matchmaking later. And then the next step will be to have like a list of uh, open roles that projects can post or like the what people offer and what the, what they demand, things mm-hmm. like that. So like, yeah, market is definitely uh, some sort of yeah, labor market to enable the society to build itself.
0: Right. It's, I think it's um, uh, a bit of gaming what is like sort of the yeah the tradition traditional systems and finding um it's almost like you're like shepherding people away from that mm-hmm. into the crypto sphere <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: and that, then that yeah like also wanted to mention that uh, like really long term the idea is to like establish sort of a resource-based economy mm-hmm. so that people don't really need uh, money to do something they can just create tokens that represent either different resources so like if you're a building guild maybe you have a building token if you're a marketing guild you have like a shield token and projects have their own tokens and like theoretically like people can just uh, exchange all these different resource tokens and project tokens and not actually need money to do things together
0: that's super interesting because in the beginning you mentioned that you put half of your money into crypto, you're like, Oh, I can change the world and make money. <laughs> but you're using that to
1: try to build a world in which you don't need money. I guess, right. To a Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to like, enable enable myself to do to be able to do this, which like, uh, yeah, like, I still haven't sold any of my seeds. And for the first year that I was working on metagame, they were worth zero. So like, I, mm. I was uh, living off of the money that I got from before. To be able to do this for free.
0: Oh, wow. that's your, uh, yeah, I understand that. I totally get that. Um, what, so when you describe, uh, so like at the moment, it's sort of like a matchmaking community, I guess, sort of say. And then, but the, with the future vision of being like creating an alternative, some type of alternative system that isn't as like, I I imagine the hope is like not to be so financialized
1: right yeah to have a system that's like more focused on like solving problems like putting the problems really at the center rather than like profit right and so like one of the simple ways we try to do that is like having the dashboard which displays like when you get into metagame with you how are you doing and like okay you're not doing well what's wrong and like things like that and then we have like social metrics that like you join you see the dashboard and you see hmm, like uh, there are angry people today like what's wrong like how do we fix that but also generally like having boards where people can just post problems that they want to solve and have people coordinate around the solving problems
0: right uh how do you feel about like um i mean do you have any fear about uh how the crypto world is sort of developing at the moment i think that the general like if you look at it on the surface it feels like it's becoming uh, a more and more financialized space and i know you've I've, I've seen your tweets before critical of of that sort of trend what are your thoughts
1: on that? yeah yeah i get i get annoyed because that's like when i first got into crypto and i got from that uh, background of alternative economies and that sort of thing I sort of thought that like everybody sees it in the same way, like everybody sees, okay, this is the technology to, to establish sort of like post-capitalist socio-economic system. And uh, yeah, for some reason I thought that, okay, I got it this way. And then everybody thinks this way, but then as, as I got uh, into the actual community, I was like, okay, like they're mostly libertarians and like uh, most of them are into hyper capitalism and not uh, <laughs> like completely free market. And so that's been a bit of a disappointing journey. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, it was still good. And then like, uh, as time went on, like with each uh, hype cycle, like it's been getting worse. And it's been more and more about money. And I was specifically most annoyed with like uh, DAOs, because like in, initially when we were when was, was talking about DAOs, it was all about, oh, like democratic organizations, like decentralized, but it turned out that like, most of the people don't didn't really know I guess what is implied like what kind of decentralization right so yeah. what turns out is like just architectural decentralization like the organization is on a blockchain but like it doesn't mean that it's actually like politically decentralized that like decision-making is decentralized and the uh, what we're getting is like this sort of decentralized organizations which are just plutocracies like <laughs> just yeah. governed by money which is also been disappointing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I think a lot of people are working on solutions for this. I mean, there. Are, I think there are also like good reasons why people ca- still currently have it this way. Like no good civil resistance. Like you can really have a democratic system when anybody can just create infinite accounts. So there are problems that need to be solved. But yeah, there there are definitely worrying parts about the current trend.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you had to like? I imagine people, you might have people that come into metagame with that mindset. Do you have to like, maybe like deprogram them a little bit or something? Yeah. I'll try to explain that to
1: them. We try to filter them before they get into sure, yeah. Yeah. So like on the landing page, you have like who metagame is for. And then the final point is who metagame is not for. Mm. And it says like those who are here to like get rich quick, those who want the Lambos and a few lines like that, we try to illustrate the point, but still, like, since it's, uh, it's become predominantly about people who are here to get money, then like there are more and more people who are like that and who get into it, like, oh, how can I get seeds? And like, yeah, definitely need to like uh, a part of it is deprogramming and like trying to really explain metagame to people before they get into metagame so they don't like come with weird expectations
0: mm-hmm. yeah uh, um uh, i was gonna ask
1: a question then i forgot it uh also like uh with seeds like people ask oh why should i buy seeds I always i say like the number one reason because you like metagame you want it to succeed like those should be the that should be the reason like you if you really want, you can buy it like partially for speculative reasons, and like we do have like plans on making seeds uh, uh, make more sense, but like that should be the main reason like we really want to keep on marketing that as the main point okay you the reason you buy seeds is because you like meta game like that's <laughs> why should you should buy seeds.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I imagine that's like a fairly difficult uh, onboarding process or filtering process um, in the crypto space.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, which explains like why seeds still have like a 1.2 million market cap, which in crypto is like nothing. (laughs) Mm.
0: Uh, How do you think the like through this filtering process, how do you think the metagame community differs from maybe other types of crypto communities?
1: I guess it's like more honest in some ways than a lot of communities which like uh, promise more, I guess. And like, we try to really under promise and like try to explain what it's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't expect to make money. Don't expect like try to come without expe- expectations. And like general onboarding, I think we're doing pretty good. Like we, we get a decent onboarding system because that was previously our main pain point like people like just uh, dropped in and have no idea like what to actually do
0: maybe can you explain like if if i want to join metagame what do i need to do
1: so like the the official path is to fill out the form in the wiki but after you fill out the form you are also encouraged to join discord which is how like most active people actually get in because like they're not happy with just leaving at the form they get in and they start asking questions and but yeah like uh, when people express interest they like somebody talks to them and if they seem like they're interested enough or like Ill- aligned enough with the ideas then they are given this testing role which is called the engaged octo and then they have this sort of onboarding program where they, there are calls every Friday, which onboard, like, uh, we have this guy called Mizant, which used to be a tourist guide, so he does a pretty good job at, like, uh, showing people around. Yeah. And uh, they need to create at least uh, 20 XP, which is not a lot, in uh, four weeks, and then they, like, uh, become pl- full, full players. And besides that, we have like uh, we have different pets for different roles. Like not all roles have pets, but all the roles have like at least three to five evergreen quests, which are like uh, <laughs> quests that really anybody can complete. Like uh, they're super simple. Like right. that's one of the things that we're trying to do: is like uh, really lower the contribution bar. As, Low as possible and make it so that like any anybody like even without any skills whatsoever can do at least one little thing. And uh, like also even focused a lot on non-technical people, because in, in general, people get, in, get into crypto and they're like, oh, I'm not a developer, there's not, not, not a developer, there's nothing for me to do, but there's a lot of things to do for <laughs> non-developers. Yeah. So that's, that's what we're trying to also like explain and show these different pets and yeah
0: what i find interesting is that you use like gaming terminology like video games like as a you're when you say you're, you're calling people players as opposed to
1: which is the the game that you're metagaming is the labor market in which you're a worker mm.
0: but here you're referring to people as players mm. and you have like quests and things like that and using like gaming terminology to explain i guess what would just be like you know it's a fucking task that
1: your boss tells you to do yeah you at your normal job yeah like quest is just a task it just makes it sound more fun fun i guess
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like it definitely caters to a certain type of crowd which like i also gaming crowd I, yeah <laughs> like more nerdy people which are like people who are building this space kind of yeah and yeah overall it, like the main reason we're doing it is try, really try to try to make it as fun as possible. Mm. To make, make, making
0: it fun to create post-capitalist systems.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, a lot of people who work in Metagame will always say that like, it really doesn't feel like work. Like you do things like you pick, you pick your own work, you do what you like, what you want to do. And you hang out with all these uh, cool people and it's fun. And yeah, wow. people like it. Nice.
0: Now I have to ask you because I ask everyone but
1: what do the crypto commons mean to you? The crypto commons. Yeah, you told me to think about that question. (laughs) But I didn't. didn't. (laughs) What do they mean to me? Yeah, I guess like merging, uh, trying to merge again like crypto with this uh, sort of uh, post-capitalist ideas rather than letting it go on to this hyper-capitalist ideas, where, which is like the main trend. So to me, it, uh, it kind of means hope, like <laughs> there are people who really are about like uh, establishing new systems who really aren't here, like because somebody told them that they can make a lot of money. And I think that's, that's great. Nice.
0: Well, thanks a lot for taking the time, um, people should definitely check out Metagame, you should tell them where can they check that out actually and um, yeah, where can people follow you.
1: You can find Metagame at uh, metagame.wtf and <laughs> you can find me on Twitter or Telegram at So petheth and yeah, DMs open, just ask me whatever
0: cool
1: yeah, and thank you guys
0: yeah thanks for having me. Mm-hmm.